Okay, guys, we got the rally hat on here at Alpha's Next. Uh, and a uh, couple of uh, observations. You know, I think the the rally, it looked like midday that the rally was in part the Fed reminding us that it can print as much money as it wants to, whenever it wants to, which has been sort of well known <laughs> for for some time. Um but you know how Mr. Market is. Uh, he's kind of like uh, a, a certain aging presidential candidate. You know, he has a senior moments, and he forgets that the Fed is like more money than God because God doesn't need money. You know what I mean? Uh, so the markets. But the main thing that bounced it was Moderna uh, coming out with some favorable trial results, and I've got more information about that. Uh, they had a trial that had like I think 48 people in it and they've only been able to uh, evidently do the testing on eight people to determine what kind of immunosuppressant research what kind of immuno response the the drug had uh, the or the vaccine in this case and eight for eight so you know that's I think why they came out and announced the results and they're moosing full full uh, speed ahead. You know, they've got federal money. And, uh, you know, this is Anthony Fauci's draft choice in the vaccine derby. In um, a minute I saw that it was a Fauci, uh, c- you know, conviction investment. It became an Alpha's next conviction buy. So those of you who listened when it went from 21 to 18 and then went now, I think it's at 79, uh, made a lot of money. And unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not one of them, oddly enough, because we kind of got cold feet when it went down to 18. But uh, you win some, you lose some. So rarely does opportunity knock twice. But in this case, uh, I believe it has. And there's another company called Sorrento, that you've never heard of, and I never heard of until this weekend, I think. And they have announced that they've had some very good, very early results in their testing of the uh, of what is not really a vaccine, but rather it is a uh, it, it's what the vaccine seeks to produce. In other words, they are. Uh, producing antibodies in the lab, I guess you would say in vitro, that uh, appear to, in animal models, have a very protective effect against the virus. So this is, in a sense, acts as a vaccine, but it's even better than a vaccine because the analogy is this. Let's say I get the Moderna vaccine, and I'm 65 and I have COPD. So I present, first of all, let's just say I didn't get vaccinated yet, because there is no vaccine. So I go into the ER present with COVID. Well, it's time to uh, make sure you bought that funeral insurance they advertise on TV for me, because I am not, I'm coming out in a box, because I have COPD and I'm 65. Well, if they give, let's just say that we have the Moderna vaccine. So they give me the vaccine, and they try to put me on remdesivir, which is the Gilead product. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to take two weeks for it to produce the antibodies. 
and probably I ain't going to be around to see that, <laughs> you know, because unless remdesivir keeps me alive, then I'm, I'm a goner. Now, let's say that this, uh, this product, the, the actual antibody product from our friends at, uh, at this other company is available. They give it to me. They inject it in my muscle or wherever they inject it. And right away, it starts proliferating. And right away, it starts working on the, uh, the viral load. So, uh, you know, this is, this is like a cure. So it will take a couple of months for Sorrento to do the work to, you know, and these guys are all veterinarians, by the way. Now, you might think, hey, veterinarians, what do they know? But they actually know more than doctors, at least they say they do, because they have to treat all creatures great and small. And uh, and the, the first thing you test this stuff in is animals. So who knows more about animals than veterinarians? They are also working with Mount Sinai Hospital, which is in, guess where? The heart uh the hotbed of the virus in New York, in Manhattan. Very respected university, or not university, but medical center. So uh, these people are no dummies. And when I found that out, uh, the first thing we did was go long in the stock. And it dropped, okay? It, it shot up to 10 bucks a share today, and then it dropped back down. I think it's about 7 which is good for you if you're going to listen to me because you can get in cheaper than we did. And uh, it's a simple trade, you know, buy some shares. I am banging on the table for this because it's not only a financial uh, tonic, but it could also save my life. So I'm doubling down, you know. Uh, and the second thing is uh, the volatility on the options is went screaming. If you know anything about implied volatility... You will know. Well, even if you don't, I can tell you this. The uh, VIX, which is the implied volatility on the S&P 500 ETF, the Spider, I think it's under 30 today. Uh, last time I saw it, it was like 29 or 28. Well, the implied volatility on this Sorrento, let me make sure I get the name right. Mm. Sorrento, my new favorite stock, it's 250-something, you know, which is crazy. So, uh, yeah, VIX is at 29, and the, the implied vol on this thing is 230-something. So people are paying up the nose for calls. People are paying up the nose for puts. And the way options work, and uh, I'm no options expert, but... Um, the, I know enough to, to, to be dangerous. So the way options work is that the calls go up in price, so do the puts. Because one of the things we were talking about over the weekend with Dan Keegan, the options thinker, Chicago School of Trading, uh, is that options are like shapeshifters. They can morph. So if I've got, if I'm long a put and I buy stock, then it turns it into a call. Dan would be able to explain it to you better than me. But the bottom line is, if people start paying up for the calls, the price of the puts goes up too because you can convert calls into puts and puts into calls, and that gets a little bit over my skis. But 
suffice it to say that the options, the put options, are very, very expensive. So what do you want to do with something like that? What you want to do, if you know how to trade options, is when the premium for, look at a put as insurance on a stock. So this stock's trading about six, seven bucks. And there's some June expiration puts out there. So essentially think of it as if you bought a car for $10,000 and somebody wants to insure the car, okay? Well, if somebody was willing to pay $9,000 to insure a $10,000 car, wouldn't you sell them insurance? Because odds are they're not going to deliberately wreck it, you know. And it, particularly if they say, I'll pay you $9,000 to insure this car for three weeks. And if I don't total it, then you get to keep the premium. If I do total it, all you're going to do is pay me ten grand, and so you lose the $1,000. I'd be willing to take that bet unless the person, of course, was like a 18-time DUI. You know, or blind or something. No offense to blind people or drunks. Uh, I guess it's okay to not like drunk drivers. So, uh, you know, you would sell that insurance policy. Whereas if somebody wanted to pay you a dollar premium to insure a car for 100 years, uh, you probably wouldn't take, you wouldn't sell that insurance. Well, options, puts are the same way. If you want to pay me a couple of bucks, to ensure that your stock won't go down from $7 to $5 in, you know, a month? Sure, I'll sell you that insurance. Especially if buying that stock at $5 would be a good idea because what happens to you is if you sell a put in a $5, at a $5 strike price on a stock that trades at 7 you can close the position out. Let's say it goes to, zero, to, to, to 1 Okay, you can you can buy your way out of the position by, by by doing an offsetting trade, or you can just get assigned the stock they call it. So you end up getting the stock put to you. That's why they call it a put. So uh, I'll be if you if you're happy with buying the stock at five dollars, which I would be delighted to get it at five dollars. I'll sell that insurance all day. Now the other thing you can do is. Uh, take the proceeds of that put and buy an upside call. So if you think that that stock's going to go up to 80 like Moderna did, and I honestly today at least feel like that. Nobody knows what the future holds, but every the more I read about this, the more... Usually what I do when I get excited about a stock is I say, okay, let's look for the negative uh, report from Goldman or somebody who knows more than I do. I looked all over today, couldn't find anything. In fact, all I found was an article... Uh, this is a San Diego company, and there was an article about them working with Mount Sinai Hospital on this trial. And I thought, you know what, that's not Anthony Fauci, but it's close, because it's probably some of the smartest doctors in New York City, in Manhattan, who are putting their effort and time into this thing. So <laughs> that's pretty good, you know what I mean? It's not like it's somebody in, uh, you know... Boise, Idaho. These are people who are watching people die from this every day. So they're pl they're playing with real serious money, and they're really smart people. So I'm going with them, and uh, I'm going with Sorrento, and I think this is opportunity knocking twice. And as the old saying goes, the opportunity 
needs to strike twice. And uh, that is the deal. So that's about all I'm going to do today. I think that's tomorrow. I'm going to talk about exactly what the position is that I would recommend. So stay tuned. Uh, things could change by the morning. But I, I, this is a conviction buy for me. Um, I think you got another possible Moderna here. So with that, uh, I bid you do.